let's go. What is up, you guys? You are listening to the Pop Gospel Podcast. I'm your host, Chad the Dad, and joining me tonight, the Lone Ranger. Come on. Casey Winston. I'm here. <laughs> so, it's been a couple weeks, and I apologize. It was sickness, then it was vacation, then it was sickness again. <laughs> but we're back. Who all was sick? Well, it was... It was you. Oh, last week was for sure me. That was all bad. We left soccer practice and my body <laughs> shut down. Well, most of my body shut down. There was one terrible part that got real active, but you know what I'm saying? It's like a murder mystery. <laughs> it was awful, dude. <laughs> but anyway, so it's been a while, but we're back. Here we are. Who was sick the first time? Was I don't even you? remember. It was so long ago. I don't remember. I know, so much that happened in the world. And then we were on vacation. Well, yeah. everyone was on vacation. Spring it was spring break. break. And then, yeah. I love that on the text. They're like, I can't podcast tonight. You're like, yeah, I can't either. I'm on vacation. Yeah, I'm in Missouri, so <laughs> good we luck. Should've, we should have done a phone-in. I was on, uh, I went to, we went camping, you know, because that's what, that's what normal people do. You go camping and That's sleep, right. sleep on the ground when you have a totally normal house. Heck yeah, you do. And so we went to a place called Queen Wilhelmina, which for listeners who don't aren't familiar, it's it's uh, the second highest peak in Arkansas is where we were at. What's and, the first highest? At Mount Magazine. Where's Mount Magazine at? Uh, West Arkansas. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, hmm. uh, but Queen Wilhelmina is, there's a, place there called rich mountain there's a college out there rich mountain college it's a junior college anyways uh you could hear the wind coming we stayed in a tent and so you could hear the wind coming up the mountain and then it would just blast the tent i mean it's like and so you're sleeping and you can hear i mean it's almost like a train off in the distance and you can hear it get you closer, hear it build up closer and then it just knocks that tent and you're like oh, i'm up i'm awake <laughs> like that happened like all night oh yeah there was one oh, night dang. and it was i mean it was like 38 to 42 degrees i was gonna say it was not warm no it was not spring at all no and so the first night we're, we're pretty, we camp quite a bit in sleep yeah. tents, so we're pretty, I mean, we're pretty competent in what we do. We had sleeping bags, and we had sleeping bag liners, and so then we're, like, sleeping in hoodies, and we've got, like, I had, like, leggings on, and, the, like, compression leggings, and then I had on, like, sweatpants, tall socks, hoodie, beanie, mm. and I lay in the sleeping bag, and the whole night, I'm like, man, it's cold. Oh God! So that next night we go, I slept with my gloves on. <laughs> That's the weirdest <laughs> thing. But then I got in there and we had a heated blankets. Oh, there you and go. And so put the heated blankets on top in the sleeping bag. Yes. There's like an easy bake oven in there. See, I can't even I slept the sleep whole with night. socks on. I don't know uh, how I would do yeah, with gloves on. I know. I was I was kind of irritated at first. I was like, this is this is ridiculous. Just this, let me be cold. This is not all right. But when I woke up, like I was like, my hands are gonna be soaking wet. You know, like uh-huh. the sweat, and they were just warm. And I was like, oh. This is refreshing. I just touched him to my face. So I just found out yesterday, watching a random YouTube video, uh, I did not know that the rating on a sleeping bag is not like, like if it's a zero degree sleeping bag. Right. It's not, 
you will be comfortable inside this even if it's zero degrees. It's you won't freeze to death inside this if it's right. zero degrees. Yeah, it's it's tricky. So Our, it's, Ours are only rated at 30 degrees because we do a lot of camping when it's yeah. not... 38 degrees of course but yeah so that's like survival rating it's yeah not, it's not like you will be comfortable no a, you're gonna be freaking cold that will maintain your body not <laughs> yeah it's not a luxury for sure yeah well and i had never slept with a sleeping bag liner it's well i was gonna say i've never even heard of that so a sleeping bag now. liner is essentially a pillowcase for your body and you get in it and you kind of pull it up but it's trying to get out of in the morning i was so irritable i about ripped it yeah i mean i'm like in a straight jacket i'm trying to like i'm wiggling out of this thing and i'm just trying to like i'm kind of panicking i'm really covered up you know i had pulled like my sleeping bag over my face just like see and i don't know i don't know if you guys remember our listeners but i am a wild sleeper like (laughs) thrashing through I, I rub the paint off of the wall if i don't have a headboard Bro, you okay? killed your mattress like there was like, there was like beyond a divot it was like there was a hole in it yeah. so like for me a sleeping bag is already a struggle because i can't like sprawl out like yeah. i can't get that like knee, maybe that's what the you knee need. up kind maybe of thing that's what you need though it's it's to be like hugged. the uh yeah like the babies, when they swaddle them up, they get those swaddlers, and they just, it's TKO. That's what you need. So when Kipton and I did our little tryout camp out back, I left my bag unzipped, <laughs> so that way I could still get a leg out there. Yeah, like a it sloppy, was the most like a sloppy burrito. Dude, it was the most the miserable <laughs> night of sleep in my life. How? What was the temperature like? Oh, I mean, it wasn't terrible. It was cold. Yeah. I want to say it was like mid-40s, maybe. But, like, it wasn't the temperature that was terrible. It was the, okay, I want to lay like this. Like, yeah. bring a leg out or whatever. But I don't want the leg out. I still want it covered. Right. Well, that sleeping bag is not designed. Like, <laughs> obviously, it's not wide enough. So, it's like, you have to do this kind of uneven, like, okay, yeah. pull it over the leg. Yeah. But now the other side seam is, like, right underneath your back. Yeah, it's like it's like if you got, it's, like, it if, just if you had work. a pair of pants and you kind of swish the... <laughs> yes, you just kind of shift them over. Yeah. It's like, this isn't right, and it doesn't feel good. Not to mention, I found out real quick, if we're going to be campers, which Kip really wants to be, and I, I want to be. I'm going to have to have one of those like inflatable pads. Well, so just straight on the ground. Straight on the ground. Yeah. So we are, we've done that and it's cool and all, but I'm like beyond like, oh, I'm roughing it. Like <laughs> we go like campsites that has like, hey, this has power and I can run an extension cord up in this thing mm. and I'm on an air mat, which air mattresses are, you're just sleeping on cold air. Yes. And so that's not great for, it's, well, there's no insulation. And if you're my size, they always deflate. You and wake so up it's on the ground really anyways. not worth it. Yeah. So there's some gear. That, I mean, I've looked into it because I was like, I, I would like to do like backpacking type stuff. Yeah. But those like mats alone, I mean, you're talking $150, $200. Yes. Like, yeah. And it's this little thing that like, I'm going to blow up. I'm <laughs> With my own lungs. Yeah, it's and, crazy. And it cost me $100. This is nuts. It is. Well, it's nuts and it's kind of thin, so the, I don't even really know that, that it's going to work. Is like, this, is, this, is this a thing in any other country? Like, are we so privileged in America? I'm sure they do this in like, oh, they, like in Europe. But Yes. I was going to say like Europe. in Russia, Germany. No, we don't talk about Russia. <laughs> oh. 
you know, those guys. Anyways. I mean, surely this is a thing elsewhere. I feel like they do this in the Middle East, you know? Oh, well. I don't feel like they're well, doing this in, like, I, Southeast Asia. I think they do. They just call it hunting. Oh. <laughs> Survival. <laughs> you, you go for a hunt, and you would sleep wherever you're hunting, but they don't do it to, like, just go like, hang this is out. A, this is a billion-dollar industry, and we're just like... Yeah, I'm bored in my house. I'm gonna go create another house. Yes, exactly. but like my dream would be like get a get a van, get a Sprinter van, and Heck then yes. they just make that thing livable, and then so, just go wherever. There's this guy uh, on YouTube that Kipton loves to watch, and he and I watch him together. It's called Northwest Fishing Secrets. How did he find this? He wanted to watch a fishing video one time. <laughs> And so I think I typed in fishing and that was merch. And that was one of the first <laughs> things we saw. But so this guy bought land out in the Midwest somewhere. Okay. This huge chunk of land. Yeah. And he has this. It's is he, like, is he from the Midwest? So he's from Germany, lived there for the first 18 years of his life. Okay. Then they moved to the Pacific Northwest up in the Washington, Oregon area. Yeah. So that's where he's from. Okay. And then he bought this land in the Midwest. Well, he has like a panel van, not a sprinter van. Ooh. This yellow panel van that he drives around and yeah. he's retrofitted it with a little kitchen and all that stuff. But so on this property, it's his property. Yeah. He bought it. And so he just drove out there and like built or constructed a permanent tent on it. And like plans to do other things, Remember but that like time you can, I would love to do that. a permanent tent on your property. I did. It lasted. It lasted a while. That's crazy. Even though I didn't maintain it at all, and we never used it. I mean, it was bum glory. <laughs> like that thing was some sticks and tarps, and you just had that thing it out was. there. It even snowed, heavy snow on it, and it just and it still stood. dries a bone in there. <laughs> it was. It was great wind protection. That so day. what? What had happened was... See, what had happened was... <laughs> when Chad does things, he, he goes, likes to go big. He goes hundo P all the way in. Like, he doesn't even, like, and so, look twice before crossing the street. We, we knew the snow was coming, and we knew that Casey and his family were going to come over, and we were going to sled down this That's big hill out in front right. of the house. So I was like, okay, what happens when you sled with little kids? They get really cold... It lasts like 10 minutes and then you go home. So I was like, so I'll build a little shelter out here that we can put, that we can like build a fire in front of. And when they get cold, they can go in there and warm up and we could stay out all day. We literally never used it. Well, your mom went in there. Well, we like, <laughs> we like hid in there at the very end to like get the kids out of their wet clothes or yeah. whatever. And we're like, well, Chad did build this. But so. that was... Literally. Do you know the most memorable thing of that day that my kids always talk about? Kipton falling on his face? Not that. Oh. Uh, what Taylor talks about all the time? Oh, gosh. What? <laughs> so, Chad. When I broke the sled. <laughs> shut up. Freaking. Chad. Come on. The, the, maiden, the maiden voyage of the, the sled. <laughs> Chad's going to bomb this hill that is just like... I mean, what's the angle on that thing? Like, it is steep. It's like a forty-five degree <laughs> incline. It is very. And you're steep. just like, I cut down some trees. We're gonna be good. I did. I cleared a whole path. 
And again, I was the only one that slid down it because everyone looked at it and was like, uh, no, we're not well, doing that with and the I'm children. A ri- I'm a risk taker. I was like, I'm not sending my kids down this. And so Chad hopped on my daughter's sled and it just goes all the way down. And just you can see her face like somebody just killed her puppy. Like She's just like... And there's a hole in the moment. We like duct taped it back together. <laughs> so sorry, Taylor. So so the last time it snowed, I guess a month or however long ago when it snowed, yeah. a month and a half ago, we had the sleds out and we were pulling them in the street. And she's like, she's like, are you going to break it like Chad did? Like any time it snows. We, we have two of those. We have four of them. We found two of them at Goodwill and then found some on clearance somewhere. We just we just hoard them up now that we know they're Heck yeah. the structural integrity is not really there. It's not great. The thing that Kipton remembers most from that day was he went down the hill and <laughs> fell on his face and everyone laughed. That's what he remembers. That's hilarious. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Every time I'm like, they weren't laughing at you. Kipton, we know you're listening. They were just we laughing. We were laughing with you. That's you right. just didn't think it was funny. <laughs> you just weren't laughing. <laughs> you just weren't laughing, buddy. <laughs> It happens. That's all on you. You should have laughed. He should have. Dang it. Speaking of laughing, you're now a soccer coach. Oh, jeez. World famous. That's a train wreck. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I started playing soccer when I was seven years old. Yeah. Okay. I have refed soccer. I have coached soccer. I can do all of the things. And you're you're very knowledgeable at soccer. You're not like yeah. a, a, a dummy. But coaching four and five-year-olds, it's absolutely not. It is. Now, I will say this. We coach together, so just to, if you yes. don't know what's happening. Casey coaches. I stand there and just do what he tells me to do because I'm not. Chad's the assistant coach who... I, he, he little kids, job. it's just not me, dude. It's not me either. Not I'm the youth <laughs> pastor over here. I'm like, please don't cry. Please stop. I can't. Well, and I can't handle it. I think what bothers me the most is I think the parents have a real expectation that like real yeah. soccer is going to take place here. Well, parents. And that's just not the we case. We know you're listening. And I'm just going to tell you, it ain't happening. All right. It's not. The game They're- is just they're gonna get out there they're gonna swarm the ball oh for sure there will be eight little people on that ball well no there will be like (laughs) seven maybe even just six because there's gonna be those kids that just stand there because they don't care to be involved we've got a couple of those who are like i can't move from this spot right here (laughs) we have two for sure (laughs) you told me to stand here and i can't move and i'm like come on buddy and nope that last play in practice Okay, so we did boys versus girls. Again, this is four and five year olds. Which was even. We've got some girls that are really good. Very even. And we've got some boys that are really good. And then we've got some girls that aren't so great. And And some some boys boys that aren't so great. great. It it felt like it was going to be perfect. And that last time, I rallied the girls and I was like, listen. Because the boys went like, they were all bad. Five oh. One boy. One one child. Just ran the whole thing. So was it either one of our childs? No. So I, I gathered the girls and I was like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. See, I, was like, I saw you like they they love you now forever. You <laughs> you formulated a plan for them. I was like, you over here, you over here, you two in the middle. What we're gonna do is you you're gonna pass it to her over there. When she passes it to her over there, all of you run toward the goal. 
and she's going to kick it as hard as she can at the goal, and then one of you is going to get the ball and try and shoot it. And they were like, okay. We passed it out to her. She touched it once. The boy that beat everybody (laughs) took it from her. I ran over there, kicked it away from him to try and give the girls a chance. I picked him up and walked away with him. (laughs) I looked back. And the other three girls were standing where I left them, yeah. hadn't moved an inch. Yeah, it, it, I, it I just gets can't. better. It gets I don't better. know because my because my daughter plays, and so she's she's eight, and so like tonight. So this is this is upward church league soccer. Very like, don't be serious. Real everybody, laid back. Everybody's a winner. Well, we also. I'm also the coach of a recreational team in our city and it's a little bit more parents are yelling and it's intense. And so I have to make that switch each week where I go from like super intense to like high expectation to kind of like, what's your name? Let's learn our names. That's right. (laughs) And so what's your favorite dialing it back. So we've got, I've got a girl on my, on my city team that plays on my upper team. And we've got some girls that we've just, we've been on the same team every year we've played. And so yeah. one of these parents was making a comment. She's like, last week, she's like, this team is stacked. Like, look at all these girls out here. It's not really stacked. There's just a couple people that are, are decent. And so tonight I worked on, Chad, after I, we practice at 5.30. We do four and five-year-olds, me and Chad. And then I leave from there, and at 6.30 I coach second and third grade girls. And so I'm just a glutton. For punishment yeah but i was trying to teach them positions and so this is our second practice and so okay. some of these girls have never played soccer and i put some cones out we're teaching them zones and so okay hey run to this and stay in this place and that parent walks by she's like are you kidding me like our kids are over here just running in circles <laughs> and you have them doing like they have these like structured drills that they're doing and they're staying in positions i'm like yeah, because if we don't, it's going to be See, chaos. And that's what I need. That's what I would be doing. Yeah. I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If Casey weren't coaching <laughs> this team with me, we would be out there like doing push-ups. We'd be doing... <laughs> Got five-year-olds we, just yeah, We'd be doing these. We used to do these all the time, and I always loved it. It's where you do a sit-up, and your, your partner is standing on your toes to keep your feet down. Yeah. And they toss the ball up, and you head it back yeah, to them. That was We'd good. be doing crap like that yeah. and all kinds of stuff. I had a I had a kid on my terrible. team. He was uh, I don't want to be ugly. He was fat, and he oh, stepped geez. on my feet, and I thought he broke my toes. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, uh, Tyler, could you could you not? Could, right? Could you take he it? He stepped step on, back. and it's not like you know you can kind of wear that like." If it's just tennis shoes and it's just kind of easy, but cleats just kind of dig sure. in. Yeah, like you got to be aware of where the cleats are. <sighs> yeah, like use that instep right there it, it and don't like, dig in. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what are you what? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, coaching soccer for hey, you look children good. You look good out there, doing it, man. I'll say that. Well, I figure if I'm not gonna be good at it, I might as well look like I'm gonna be good you're good at, at soccer it. i wish josh Rhodes is here to tell us about how good he is at soccer and breaking yes. his arms <laughs> <laughs> but nope he's in europe somewhere oh gosh freaking vacationing rich what did he say i prefer upper middle class and you said upper middle, middle class, class. 
Oh, it doesn't it. have the same ring. Same ring. You can't say "Don't call me rich" and then also in that same breath say "I'll be out for two weeks" because I'm in Because I'm going to Europe. I mean, you can say that, but nobody believes you, right? Like, <laughs> well, I was rich, but now I paid for this. I mean, what? Hey, d- ri- define ri- rich. Rich in spirit. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, to the world standards, we're very rich. We're inside right now. The lights are on. That's true. Wealthy. Based on the global scale. According to the IRS, though, I am not rich. Boy. According to the IRS, you owe anything this year? No. Dang. I hold this up. is the first year in my entire life I have owed anything. I hold out. It's all my wife's fault. I hold out so much money, it should be criminal, probably. <laughs> I like I like do maximum withholding, and then I like add more to that. Yeah. We, so. uh... We were. I was doing it our taxes. I I treat I treat my tax return like a savings, but yes. and I know people are like, oh no, that's my money. I won't give it to the government. I'm just like, you know what? It's whatever. Like, I'm gonna have to do it either way. You know I mean? So that's a pleasant surprise at the end of the year. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we. I was doing our taxes and I was using TurboTax, and when you use TurboTax, it keeps a tally. Yeah, I hate that thing. Up in the top corner. And so, like, I finished my portion. And it was good. like, you are getting this, and you are getting this. It's like, heck, yes, I am. And then I did my wife's. What is and it was problem? like, you are owing this, and you are owing this. And I was like, oh, gosh. What is happening? And then we factored in our child, and it was like, okay, we'll give you this, but you still owe us this. Yeah. It's like, dad, she not, it. like, holding anything out? I, I have no clue. Okay. We both are totally. I have not set up my withholdings. Like I haven't, I didn't select that. That's just what it was. And and since then, you've, been, you've gotten married and had a child, so you should probably revisit that. I, I probably should, but you yeah. know, yeah, these things. Happen. It does happen. <laughs> it happens. And this is why we should educate people more on taxes and less on algebra. Yeah, I mean that that should be a class. <laughs> it that, really should that they take in high school. I, I think. Well, uh, they need to just bring back home ec. Yeah. Home ec used to be, it. like, back in the day, well, home they ec still was where... It. Family and consumer science is what they call it now. And that's where they, like, teach you how to, like, live. Apparently. Like, cook a meal. I'm like, but and... don't teach me that in seventh grade. I need that, like, my junior, senior year. Yes. Know? I need that crap in high school. Take out health and safety. Give me CPR certification somewhere in the middle. Yes. And I, I don't need to know about... But home ec, if I'm not mistaken, used to be required, like throughout high school like they would teach you how to cook mm. properly like so yeah, that you they, don't kill yourself they're like here's some cookies they would teach you how to like do I, your taxes i never and, had it how to how to like reconcile a checkbook and stuff and they're yep. like what is this yeah i don't know i never which took- i mean checks that doesn't really translate anymore like can't tell you the last time i wrote a check i don't even have a checkbook that's not good. Why? Well, you'll need a void one for something, I'm sure. Never. I we I was <laughs> trying to never figure had out. A use for one. I was trying to do like online giving, like at church. Oh yeah. And like for some reason, my this past week, my phone would not send a message if it was Android or if it was like an automated thing. Yeah. And so our church uses a thing called PushPay, and PushPay will send you a, a link, like a a code, and it's like type in the six digit code. So that we know it's not some criminal just trying to take your money. Yeah. And so 
I'm like waiting, waiting, like recent code, recent code. I'm like, I'm going to have to write a check. Bueller. Like, <laughs> like Bueller. I'm going to have to find the checkbook to put this in the offering box here. I don't. Anyways, it came through. So just Yeah, no, I can't. Eventually. I don't, I don't have a checkbook, and I honestly cannot tell you the last time I wrote a check. You need to go get some temporary checks just to have. So long ago. Well, if you go to the DMV or something, and then you use your debit card. Also, when people charge they 2%. Charge... What the heck, y'all? <sighs> it's 2022. Stop this. It's crazy. The DMV be charging hella percentage of I'm your... like, why are y'all going to act like this is 19 and 12? It's like... It, it ain't it. I remember the last time I was there. Uh, it was when I bought the new car. Yeah. And I was going to use... My credit card, and they were like, okay, it's going to be like legit. It was almost $200 to use my credit card. Yeah. I was like, um, please hold. I'm going to have to call my wife on that. You're phone. like, can I just go to the bank? They're like, sure you can. Well, they try to make you feel better. They're like, it's only $68 difference. I'm like, only? Only? How much do you make here? No joke. Like, money's not an object, right? <laughs> I don't ever want to buy a new car. I was in the DMV last uh, last month, get my tags renewed, and this girl was paying a sales tax on her car. Holy cow! I mean, Ugh. she like cut a check for like forty five hundred bucks. I was like, yeesh. I was like, I'm like doing the math. I'm like, what's six and a half percent of forty five thousand? I was like, it. oh my gosh, she brought a seventy thousand dollar car. Listen, <laughs> and she was like twenty three. I'm like, what is your job? Yikes, parents. Her that mom, is her job. Her mom was there. She's That's like, gotta be. I've got to transfer some money because she got the. I've got a debit card. She's like, well, let me tell you what it's gonna cost. She's like, oh no no no. Yeah, once that percentage hits, it's gonna hit a little different. Yeah, for sure. Jeez. I, well, I was talking about this with somebody at work. I know you're about to transition something. <laughs> Taxes are weird already. Like for instance, we pay sales tax on a car, right? Yeah. If I sell that car to you, I bought it. I mm-hmm. pay six and a half percent here in Arkansas. I paid six and a half percent on that car, and so now I get that. Let's say it was a twenty thousand dollar car. I'm paying that's thirteen hundred dollars in sales tax. Yeah. So I pay that, and then if I sell it to you for ten thousand dollars, you then have to pay sales tax on that car, and you pay six hundred fifty dollars on it. I'm like, the sales tax has been paid. Why do I have to pay it again? Why do I have to pay personal property tax every single year for my car? And for I know your for the property that I own. <laughs> also, I can't help it that it's worth more money. Good for me. But my property tax shouldn't go up. Yeah. Like, my car's older. Why is it now costing me more money? They're gonna tax you till you're dead. I think you know why. What were you about to talk about? Oh, it had nothing to do. Oh, it has everything to do. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's at fault. <laughs> Can you not say it? I don't even remember. Are we in Florida? What we're gonna be talking about the happenings in Florida and a certain gigantic company that has decided to take a very strong stand on a rather polarizing topic. So you're not gonna say it? What? You the- can say it here in this state. That Disney's gone gay? What What are we talking about? <laughs> well, I was going to say you can't say that. Uh, first off, <laughs> gosh dang it, that is one thing I'd like to talk about. Can we stop 
the mis- saying misinterpretation of laws. Yeah, can we stop saying that it's the don't say gay bill? I genuinely thought it was called the don't say gay bill, and I was like, "Well, it's that's the, well, it's actually the it's the DSGB." But I was like, "That's obviously offensive." No, it's yeah, like the well, Parental Rights Act. Well, if I can't say it, but it's in the title, that's my whole thing. They're like, "Oh, well, but it's the don't say gay bill." I'm like, "Well, then don't say it." Well, it's the don't say bill. <laughs> The don't, or say the don't say bill. <laughs> don't say what? So, first off, dude, can I we cannot, just, I cannot wait to tell my grandkids about this moment in history. Can we just freaking stop calling it the don't say gay bill because that's not what it's called, and well, we, it we literally can't. doesn't have any part in it about not saying the word gay. Yeah, I, part of part of the I think the frustrating thing, which this is just the world we live in. It is. Is where it people is, it you is. hear something, and then you kind of roll with it. Whether it's whether it's a liberal thing, it's a conservative thing. It's like I heard this, and then I go with it. And I'm like, why don't we just like, I don't know, mentally invest in some stuff, like reading things before I'm like, mm. who was the guy? He was an actor. He he got he went on Twitter and he was calling Ron DeSantis this Nazi, this pig Nazi, and all this stuff. And I was like, Oh, the guy with the jacked up teeth. Yes, he's you in know? all the terrifying movies. Where yeah, he's like the tough guy. Like I feel he's like got he was the white in, hair. His head. He he played Sons of Anarchy probably. It, yes, and he played um, Hellboy. Okay, so he's yeah. got the big square head with yeah. really jacked up teeth. So he's like, he's a pig Nazi. I was like. What? What? He's Excuse a Nazi. me. <laughs> He's a Nazi. But I'm like, dude, do you not feel foolish at all? Like, if you go back and you read that, like, no. I mean, that's not. Well, and that's what blows my mind. It's the fact that genuinely, I had been convinced yeah. that this thing was called well, and you're a pretty, the Don't Say Gay and Bill. you're a well-informed person. Everywhere that you read it, it was the Don't Say Gay Bill. I was like... Well, that just seems kind of forward, and there's no bill yeah. ever that is so straightforward that you know exactly what it's about when but, you hear the but name. But if they did that, I would appreciate it. Yeah, that would Especially be nice. Especially when it comes to when voting. When it comes to voting. <laughs> We're talking about, what, what do they call it? They're like, vote no prop on Prop 7. I'm like, <laughs> what's Prop 7? the heck is Prop and 7? you have to read the short story to figure out what you're voting on. I'm like, can, can I get like a synopsis? And by the quick? end, you still don't know what you voted for. And they worded it in a yeah. way that you vote and you're like, oh crap, no, I wanted to vote the opposite. Do you support being for, but sometimes against this? <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm for here. I hate when I vote. Oh, it irritates me when I get to that part. Yeah, and then you Candidates? get to the bottom, and it's like, yay, nay. And I'm like, Candidates? wait, I don't... I'm like, I know what to put. I know who I like, what I want to pick. That's right. I saw this person's billboard. I liked that. All right, <laughs> that was good. That's more like local stuff. You're like, this is the guy who, who did you... the ad with the explosion? Yeah. Click yes on that. Honestly, I could care less who the treasurer is for Saline County. It doesn't matter to me. Right. And it's not going to matter. But... I'm like, when I read these other things, I'm just like, oh gosh. I wish somebody would put a sign out front where I would know. Vote no for Prop 1. Boy. But, I don't even know. So I wasn't even really going to hang out on the Don't Say Gay Bill. No, well, there's no sense in doing that. 
Because number one, A, stop calling it that. That's not what it's called. That's really just my request. <laughs> and then or just look at it. Yeah, if it's you not, go yeah, read it's not it, not even in the bill. If you go read it, there's nothing in it that is. First off, the, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna like, get this is like third off. I'm gonna get sidetracked. Fifth off, uh, I heard a testimony from this family. Okay, who is who supports this the Parental Rights Act, and I believe they were the family behind like not behind it but like they were the ones who inspired it i'd say if you're looking at me for answers i don't know i haven't where i haven't read much beyond what the the text of the bill is their child was being used in this class as an example of someone who is transitioning or transgender or whatever okay and this child was told specifically not to discuss what they were doing in class with their parents. Yeah. Then the parents find out, and now their kid is at the point that they are questioning whether or not they are who they are. They don't trust their parents and are undermining their parents because that's what their teacher was doing. Yeah. And the parents go up to fight it, and they were like, I'm sorry, there's nothing you can do unless your child consents to it. The child was like 13. Like, sorry, no. Yeah. Without my consent until they are 18, they're going to do whatever the heck I tell them to do. Yeah. So, anyways, it's it, it's stuff like that. But that's not even what we're talking about. That's not what we're talking not, about. We're talking about Disney. There. Disney. We're going to talk about Disney because Disney, of course, stuck their noses in this whole thing. And And... Here's my thing. Come now, on. Listen. Tell I, me your thing. Man. I know that I am a I'm a conservative person. All right. And so you as you listen Even to worse, this, you're a straight cisgender male. <laughs> well and a Christian. And white, so, uh, so and white. Well, but for me honestly, and, and you've kind of talked about this too, um, you know, where um, what do what do you call yourself as a you're a when it comes to political things me yeah a libertarian libertarian I I I am probably caught in the middle of libertarian and conservative mm. type person but as I think about that like for me any business I don't care where where you stand on things. I, it doesn't matter. Like what I just want to do is I want to use your goods and your services, and there's no need for that. And I don't know why within the past ten years, maybe even five or six, companies feel as though they have to like take a stand. I mean, I know why they feel like they have to. But I'm like, you don't like if you just keep your mouth shut. Like, yeah. Here's the thing. Then everybody can just live in harmony. On here's this. the thing. Sure, Disney is located in Florida. And this bill is being signed in Florida. But guess what? If you don't say anything, gay people are still going to go to Disney World. Sure. You know what I'm saying? If you don't say anything, no one thinks anything of it. When you step out and say something, that's when there's a bunch of people who go, I'm sorry, what? Well, in in a perfect, you know, with all this that kind of came out, and I'm sure you'll talk about it, but... Um, my wife just started kind of going through stuff that like 
yeah, we're not going to watch this. Because honestly, it's not about an indoctrination or anything like that. It's that we don't want to have to have those conversations with our eight-year-old, with our five-year-old. Although indoctrination is a part of it and can be a problem. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that you guys are overlooking that, but it's something that can't be overlooked. No, and and that's why we're like, okay, so what are the things? I mean, she had a list of shows that... Hey, these are shows on Disney that, you know, and it's it's subtleties, but at the same time, perfect example. We were watching tonight. We were, are rewatching Family Matters. Katie sure. and I watched that growing up. We yep. love it. We do the Urkel, like the, the the dance. My kids love it. My daughter is obsessed with it. We watch one episode every night, sometimes two. Yeah. And tonight, uh, one of the main characters, Eddie, was trying to get with this girl. I think her name is Vonda. Anyways, the the word, and if you're watching this, I apologize. I'm ruining it for you. But the word around school is that Vonda's easy. And uh, so, dang it. you know, hey, she's easy. And my daughter looks at she's like, what's it mean to be easy? What is, what's she easy? And I'm just like, oh, well, that just means that she likes all the boys like that. And, and kind of leave it at that. You know, yeah. I'm not ready to tell her that, well, actually what that means is. She likes to get down. Yeah, yeah, and so they're they're talking about how she's easy and she wants to kind of change her her look, and so she she doesn't want to be considered like this. She wants to love herself for who she is and not be this person. And I remember, like, just talking to her about that. That was an opportunity where I could see what she's taking in, yes. and then we can talk about that right now. Yeah. yeah. When she's 12 or 13 or 14 and we want to revisit that conversation, that's different. Sure. But at 8, it's like, I'm not ready to have that. Yep. We watched The Turning Red. That Okay, was that... We haven't watched it okay. yet. We had heard some things. Yeah. And we were like, okay, we're going to have to check that out before Kipton watches it. But Kipton doesn't care to watch it, so we just have to... I mean, I think... So, I, I, I again, I think there are some people who are very hyperactive on it. I think sure. some people maybe read more into it than which needs a to lot be. of people always do. Yeah. I think now after hearing some of this stuff, okay, maybe they meant that. Like maybe they were trying to do that. Our big thing was, man, like, and, and we we notice with our kid, and and this isn't the case for everybody. Some kids can watch TV and not be as influenced. My daughter can watch shows, and she comes sometimes. Like we don't watch Jesse. At our house, they're kind of brats, and so oh yeah, 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 yeah. So you don't, you just don't want that. The language, yeah. And I mean, I don't want like, her saying the things they say. The the teen themes and stuff. You don't like want that. your kid to turn into one of those kids that you want to smack. I don't want her to be Debbie Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> yes, so, exactly. And so, um, I'm like, we're hearing this, and the way she's real kind of sassy, and so we just like, we're not watching that anymore. Yeah, and so with the turning red, it was just very disrespectful to parents, uh, and so like I don't want to sound like super like crunchy here, but it's like oh. I don't want my kids to think that it's cool to school's not important and you can like be ridiculous and and so that was really my thing. Now some people are like, oh, this is a trans thing because she goes from being a girl into this panda. I'm like, ah. Eh. I don't know if I feel like that. Like that. Eh. Okay, that's like when right, Toy like, Story Four came out. People were saying that Forky was representation of trans people because it was a fork and a spoon. Because it was a fork and a spoon, and there was a rainbow 
yeah. tape on its foot or whatever. And right. I was like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever and heard. And so I also think like we have a, adult developed brains. I don't think yeah. that my eight and five year old are being like, oh, that girl doesn't know what gender she is. <laughs> exactly. She can't figure out her mind or she's <laughs> exactly. pansexual or yeah. she's this like. I don't think, and that's a conversation that I had with my wife was like, and I'm not trying to be devil's advocate on this because she's like, she's more like just, right, just cut it off. Done with Disney Plus. We're not doing this. Yes. I'm like, oh, so we're not going to Disney. Don't listen, Kristen and Aaron. But like, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they've been having these conversations yeah, okay. too. Well, so and so as I as we talk about that though, I'm, and I wish he was here because he would have a lot to say on this. Well, good. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll again, pick actually. it up again. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, I just don't know that our eight-year-old is, is seeing it that way. Her yeah. thing is, but man, if this is the beginning, and this is something that is kind of forced. Mm. And, and, and I understand the world is changing. I know that, you know, like interracial relationships is something that wasn't very very common wasn't something that was, it was kind of taboo a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, 20, 30 years ago. And now... It's very common. It's very accepted. I have no problems with that. But it's like, well, you see the line and it kind of things that were taboo 30 years ago are now normal. And so what are the things that Disney, a a company that a lot of times is family oriented, focuses on family and children are saying, yeah, but now this is going to be. This is the. Well, and. Or do we get to a point where we're just like, all right, that's too far. Like, just start over. Well, so here's the deal. For me, when it comes to these things, I can I can set aside uh, my opinion. Yeah. Okay, so I am a straight, white, Christian man, all of those things. Yeah. I can set that aside and I can go, okay, if I were you, okay, if I were gay, right. if I had a child who was gay, uh, if I were trans or had a kid who didn't, who felt like they were a different sex or gender or whatever, I can understand the argument that my kid watches a Disney movie mm-hmm. or watches all these Disney movies, all the classics, and it's always a guy and a girl. Okay. And so they feel like they're some kind of weirdo because there's not that equal representation right. as they call it. I, I can see that and I can get that, but if that's where we're going to go, okay, we want equal representation, I would rather just throw the other stuff out. And let's just keep it to kids programming and not have any kind of sexual innuendo yeah. or boys and girl kissing or getting married. Like I'd rather throw it all out and it just be very like tame, fun stuff, right. you know, and just move on from there. Yeah. But you inevitably can't avoid that there have to be parents. You know what I mean? Oh, Disney likes that, to kill them all. That there has to be. Like, <laughs> personally, my favorite Disney movie now, Disney Pixar, is Onward. It's a great movie. Kipton and I love it. Well, I love it more than Kipton, I think. <laughs> but, like, I love that movie. And there's there's not a lot of themes like that in it. Like, their dad died, sure, and their mom marries another man. He's actually half man, half horse. But uh, so you you still have that. But 
it wasn't the prince and princess kind of thing, I guess, right. that Disney is most known for. But my issue with all of it is Disney, from its inception, has its main focus has been like the imagination of children. Yeah. And the innocence of children. Now, I know that Disney has now, since they've bought all these different companies and whatnot, they've dipped their toe in or maybe even just jumped full into adult entertainment. Not uh, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Uh, entertainment <laughs> for an older yeah, crowd. Yes. Things like th- all, the superhero movies. Right. Even those, like, I'm not going to let Kipton watch Avengers Endgame well, even, because it's, he's going to have nightmares. Even like, though, I mean, Disney movies, if you watch, like if you watch Snow White, if you watch Sleeping Beauty, if you watch, you know, Pinocchio, you watch these old classics. Yes. I think even Lion King and, and stuff like that. I think Toy yeah. Story was one of the first movies that started to kind of have you say innuendos, and I don't mean it anything like sexual or anything like that, yeah. but it had these jokes that like only adults get. Yes, and as a kid, I didn't get those jokes. Right, and so now as adults, you're like, oh. But I see as I watch these movies, I'm like, there's a lot of things in here for adults mm-hmm. that are like, oh, this is hilarious. Like, I enjoy this. This yeah. is funny. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, before it was like, it's just, you get what you get. And yeah. there, it's not, I'm not trying to reach adults or kids. It's just, here's the movie and then let's roll with it. And so I see where, um, I don't know if it's like a pressure that is felt or if it's like, Hey, we need to, you know, step it up. It's not, you know, anything. Sometimes it's inappropriate. Sometimes you're like, mm. so let me ask you as okay. far as the LGBTQIA plus, Stuff. What is A? I have no clue. Okay. Asexual, maybe? I don't know. I should I should Google that. I have no clue. Is I inquiring? Uh, Do we know what I is? I don't know. There's so many letters. I can't. <laughs> I'll Google that right now. So, what was I asking? You were saying so. Oh, LGBT. as far as that stuff in Disney programming. Yeah. What would be your kind of like non-religious take on why to not have those things in there? Because, I mean, I can very, very easily go to the truth of scripture, the design of people. But, like, what would be the convincing argument from someone who's not religious, who doesn't have the same faith beliefs that we have to not have those things in there? Or is there one? Um, man, it's really hard to say, look at it with a lens without that, because a lot of everything that I, f- I filter that through is that, yeah, absolutely. you know, as a, as that. a Christian, um, believer, you know, what I say, it, it's hard for me to say, because I, I haven't experienced that. Like, I gave my life to the Lord at 10 years old and, you know, committed to following Him and have raised my family up as a believer. Um, you know, but but I, I don't think about, like, I separate myself from these movies. I don't expect you to represent me. I don't yeah. have special powers. I don't know I'm princesses. not a wizard. I've never I'm not... been to a castle. <laughs> yeah. So, honestly, it's like, 
we kind of make a major out of the minor. And I don't want to sound like, oh, I'm so insensitive to this. That's not what I'm saying. But it's like, well, I could pick out a lot of things where I don't feel like I belong here. Mm. But the reality is, is that I don't watch a movie and say, I wish I was like that. Like, I watch a movie for enjoyment and for entertainment. Yeah. I don't look at Lion King and I'm like, oh man, I just wish like I could be like, or I, I wish that I was powerful. Like, and I and I wasn't that way as a kid either. Yeah, like, but to make that, and, and so I don't know if that's the normal thing. You know, I, I think a lot of times we have to feel like we belong. It mm. seems like it's this like everybody. I don't know, this fairness thing of everybody's represented accurately. And and I think that, man, Disney's done a really good job if you look at... Now, I know that that there's a lot more that could be done with diversity and things like that, but there's a movie for everybody. Um, But, I mean, it, it just... My son, white male, is... The movies that he... His favorite movies, he likes Moana... He likes Encanto. He likes Coco. All of those are with people who are are Hispanic or like a Polynesian. Like they're not. <laughs> they're not white. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not white. And, and he doesn't care. No, and it, that those are his favorite people. He likes Frozen, but sure. I mean they kind of look like him, but not really. I mean, yeah. red hair and then white, like <laughs> ghostly figure. I, I have the LGB. All the letters here. Oh, okay, there's a lot. Uh, lesbian, gay, that's LG, B is yep. bisexual, transgender, yep. Q is queer, yep. which honestly, I thought that was all of them. Well, no, I thought that was, a, I, I, that seems offensive. I was like, you're a queer. You'd be like, oh. It used to be, but now it's cool to be queer. Okay. I'm, it's cool I, to be I, queer. Yeah, I mean, I knew, <laughs> I like, that's a song. Uh, and so I knew that was LGBTQ, oh, but then. It, it was supposed to be hip. It's cool to be hip, yeah. You no, it's hip to be square was the the song Huey Lewis in the news. Yes. I, I should have said hip to be queer. Anyways, go ahead. All right, questioning, which I've heard of that one. The rest, I I, I mean, I've heard, but I don't know. Intersex is the I. Okay. There's another P for pansexual. Yeah. Two spirit. Okay, we're outside of the alphabet naming. Asexual right? and ally. That's gonna be the plus, I'm guessing. Yes, we're we're past the IA. We're into the pluses. What's a two spirit? I don't know. You've got two spirits. Okay. I am. <laughs> I and again, not making light of this. I am Chad it's just and like, Gandalf. It's just like I swear, when it was the LGBT, right? Yeah. It was LGBT, LGBTQ, and now it's LGBTQ. I A plus, mm-hmm. I guess plus is that's probably, okay. That's probably the end though, right? Like you can just throw it in there. You can be anything. Now you're leading up to what would be my argument. Okay. Okay. If I had to throw everything else aside and use only logic to make an argument to not have these things, this would be my argument. Like in movies. Yeah. Okay. Like to have the queer representation in movies and things. Here's my argument. Yeah. That once you move the goalposts, there is no argument to stop moving them. Yeah. And so once you move the goalposts, let's say past heterosexuality. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you have tons of movies and shows 
where the you know it's the prince and the princess it's the king and the queen it's the mom and the dad so once you move it past that to gay okay why can't we move it to a trans couple well there's no argument against it once you've moved the goalpost right so you move it and you move it and you move it and i know that people always say Oh, you just take it to the worst. You take it to the extreme, whatever. You just made a point. It was LGBT. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it was LGBTQ. Then LGBTQIA and plus and beyond to infinity and beyond. Uh, Well, and and because that is a very um, inclusive community. And so it's like you are all welcome. And, and, okay, that's fine. But but here's here's where... my problem is yeah. when you start moving the goalpost and you can't stop it. And I know this is an extreme, but it in my mind and from what I see, it is where it's heading. What then stops you from adding the pedophile? Mm. Nothing. Because oh, love there, is love. And, there's and been, we're inclusive there's, and everyone's accepted and yeah. they have their own flag. And so like that's my thing. There's a pedophile thing. flag? Yeah, there's a pedophile flag. Uh, what's it look like uh, it's uh it's like a white stripe in the middle and then there's like i i want to say there's like yellow or pink at the bottom and then yellow to blue at the top that outside of their house well i don't know but heads up guys i'm a weirdo someone important for sure but that's my point is if we leave the goalpost at yeah heterosexuality you can teach your child whatever you want to teach them. And we can leave this goalpost here. Once we move it, you can't stop moving it. Well, yeah. And, and so I think my biggest thing is, and this goes back to the Christian part. And and, yeah. and we're not, and this isn't content that there will be people who listen to this and are like, I totally disagree. I'm sure people do disagree. We are two sure. like-minded men who are yes. having a conversation about this. However, as I think about it, you know, the design for reproduction is a man and a woman. Yes. And and so for me, you know, you have a male and a woman that God created and said, this is how reproduction works. You know, I, somebody was, I read a thing about a guy who was talking about getting his period. And I was just like, wait, like, but what are what parts do you have? And like literally, the way that that works is how. And again, I'm not <laughs> as knowledgeable as a lot of our listeners. But the the human body is shedding something and and then getting rid of that. Yeah. And as it does that, that is female parts that do that. And yes. so this guy being like, "Well, I've got my period, and it's the worst." It's like, no, you haven't. Wait, but what? And so I just, for me, as you talk about like what is natural, what is normal, and again, I know normal may be an insensitive term, but God's design Just say natural. What is natural, what is biological is Mm -hmm. for a male and a female. That's how reproduction works. Yes. And so I think that you just go with what is natural. And then if you want to teach your kids, hey, if you feel this way, you pursue that. I think that it should be left on the parents. Absolutely. And, and I've heard arguments from these teachers where they're like, well, and I heard a guy talking about how, and he is he is a homosexual, um, talking about how with his partner, 
he was talking to his kindergartners, and they said, what did you do this weekend? And he said, well, we went paddleboarding. Me and my partner went paddleboarding. And then they say, well, what's a partner? Why can't you just say, I went paddleboarding this weekend with my family? Yeah. You know, or why, why does it have to be? And that's fine that you want to share your life. I had no idea that my teachers growing up were married, if they had kids. I yeah. didn't know. The I didn't only know way, anything about their lives. The only way that I knew that they were they were married was that they were pregnant. And then it was like, uh-oh, now you're gone on maternity leave and we got this terrible sub for the rest of the year. Yes. I didn't. If I saw a teacher at a store, I'm like, and, and you're married to a teacher, right? And the kids yes. see him. And they see your wife, and they're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like it's weird to see Miss yeah. McNulty outside of school. It's like, yeah. what is happening? If yes. I saw one of my teachers, I'm like, "Oh hey, what's happening?" I didn't care what you did this weekend, and, yeah. and you can tell me, and that's fine. But the whole argument is like that uh, we we're supposed to we're supposed to respond to that. Well, okay, but I think part of it is, hey, why are you coming into class and you're wearing makeup and heels and you know? Corsage and yeah, or corset and uh, fingernails. I guess you wear corsage too, but that's not yeah. <laughs> right. Like weird. And so it's like there's so many people who it's like, look at me, look at me. Yes. And that is part of the like, and, and I feel like there's probably some people. I've had conversations with people who are homosexual that they're like, listen, this whole thing is not what I want. Yeah. I don't desire. Some people to just have all want their personal life me. to be personal. <laughs> you know, I, I have an attraction to someone that is the same sex as me, but I think this is ludicrous wow. where, where all this is. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I have family members that are, are homosexuals. And so in talking to them, you know, hey, just this is who I am, and I totally respect that, and I have no problems with that. I'm just not ready to have those conversations with my little people. Yeah. You know, hey, why why are those two guys together? Why why does that person that looks like a boy go into the girl's bathroom? Well, or, you know, children seem to know. You could ask yeah. a child, hey, is that a boy or a girl? Oh, that's a boy. That's a Absolutely, girl. That's... because they're uninhibited by someone indoctrinating them. Well, and part of the other one is sexual attraction like that. For me, with little people, like that's not a thing. Yeah, and it's so not. The, the whole like homosexuality in kindergartners and the trans, like you can pick your pronouns. That's I don't love that. No, um, just because it's like kids are not don't sexualize children. If I made decisions, even at like twelve and thirteen, that would forever change my life. I'd like, be screwed. Oh my gosh. Like if I was going to marry the girl that I was in love with when I was 12 <laughs> or if I was going to do the I'm job. I'm sure you'd have made it work. Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, like what did you want to do when you were 12, Chad? What, what was the job you wanted? I wanted to be a I trash man because I thought it'd be cool to ride around in the back of a truck. <laughs> nothing is hey, trash nothing people. Wrong. Yeah, nothing wrong with trash people. Dang but it. that's not what God had for me. And that's not that's what true. I was supposed to do. And so the the thought that we could just go to, you well, know, and twenty something year old you would have been kicking yourself. Yeah, and go yeah. to five and six year olds and be like, "Hey, I think you've got gender dysphoria. I think that maybe you're not supposed to be a little boy. I think you're supposed to be a girl." And let's begin the process of doing things. And yeah, and it's like that is what what scares me the most out of all of this. And and there's studies coming out about depression and things like that. And I'm like, yeah, I think I know what's leading to this. No. It is depressing. 
It is. You know, and as we as a family, we've talked about like, and we're not the people who are like, oh, don't trust the schools. We, we've we just talked about like, what if, you know, what if homeschool is one of those things where we're like, you know, we need to figure this out. Like, I don't love what's happening, you yeah. know? And so it it's, like you said, once the goalposts start moving, there ain't nothing stopping it. Absolutely. So. So one thing I was wanting to get to, and now we're going to have to get through it somewhat quick. All right, I won't talk. No, you can talk because <laughs> I, I feel like you're not going to be able to contain yourself. Uh, so Disney corporate president Carrie Burke said that as a mother of one transgender child and one pansexual child, she supports having many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories and wants a minimum of 50% of characters to be LGBTQIA. BTQIA and racial minorities. And in this little clip. Is that and or or? And. Okay, so it's saying that 50% of them are going to be LGBTQIA plus. And on top of that, they will be a racial minority. Yes. So we're talking a gay Asian or a transsexual African American. (laughs) Sure. Okay. So in this. Very intersectional. Video clip. She says that she just realized, like someone said to her, that there weren't enough queer leads in their content. And she was like blown away by that because she was like... She actually said, sure there is. And then she started looking into it. Yes. And she was like, oh no, we have a lot of queer characters, but not enough queer leads, which led me to go... Um, I'm not aware of a lot of queer characters. So here are 45, 45 of the greatest queer coded Disney characters there have ever been. I'm going to count how many I agree with while you go through this list. Okay. All right. So number one, Lee Shang from Mulan, which is the, which is the, let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. The, the, is it the fat guy? No. It's the guy who's leading the army. Oh, I don't see that. Well, uh, apparently because he had a thing for Mulan when she was dressed up like a dude. He knew who she was. Which is like he could like, feel the vibe. Okay, whatever. <laughs> okay. Yeah, which okay, he was attracted to a woman. So nice try. Yeah, yeah. Pleakley from Lilo and Stitch, which is yeah, the little that's... genderless alien. Yeah. <laughs> that to blend in with culture. The giant alien dresses like a dude. And he's a woman. And he dresses like a woman. Okay? Okay. Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Okay. Doesn't Shame. make sense. She was going to marry Shame. Prince Eric, right? Well, she... So, anyways, moving on. Timon and Pumbaa huh? from The Lion King. Timon and Pumbaa are Simba's gay dads. Fight me is the quote underneath <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. Scar from The Lion King. So, all of these are people who don't have a significant other so far. That is what this is. Yes. They're just single. Yeah. Okay. The Reluctant Dragon from The Reluctant Dragon. I've never seen it. I don't know. Uh, Jafar from Aladdin, who was trying to marry the Sultan's daughter. Yeah. Jafar was a dude. Just saying. Uh, Francis from A Bug's Life. That's the ladybug. Because he's a ladybug that's a dude. Yeah. 
Name Francis. Whatever. Maybe. Shigo from Kim Possible. I don't watch Kim Possible. The black and green chick. Yeah. <laughs> Oaken from Frozen. He okay, so this was something that we I don't, talked what about. What character is that? So Oaken is the Pick some blue out. That guy who he has like the store. Oh, they go in there. Yes. The reason they say that is is because he says this is my family, and it goes and it like pans to it, and there's a man and kids there, and so to which I ask the question, so do we not want our kids watching that? It's one of my son's favorite movies. Yeah. He loves Frozen. I'm like, I didn't know that until I read this. You didn't know that until you read that. You've seen the movie, sure. So it's like oh, I didn't know the Oaken had a man that literally never would have registered with I, me. it didn't register with me but okay so yeah i mean that I, i've seen that one okay Artie from cruella well that's not that's new so i wouldn't be surprised it's from the live okay. action yeah so no, i don't know diddly action. about that uh ryan evans and chad danforth from high school musical that was uh corbin blue's character and uh are you ready for this? Uh, Sharpay's brother. I've never seen High School Musical. Good for you. Don't watch it. <laughs> uh, Captain Hook from Peter Pan. Now, if you said Shmi, I would say probably. Maybe. But Captain Hook is not about that life. No. Raya and Namari from Raya. The Last Dragon. I haven't seen it. Are you guys haven't watched that one? Well, Drew has. I haven't. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, Governor Ratcliffe from Pocahontas. It's, that whole movie is just messed up. <laughs> Governor Ratcliffe is the guy that the the fat dude with the pug. Yes, and Ratcliffe, uh, or and Wiggins, Ratcliffe's manservant. Or so okay. Uh, Prince John, Sir Hiss, and Little John from Robin Hood. Oh man, why? Because of the scene where they dressed up like women. To get away in the crowd. Yeah. Stu- I'm sorry. I'm getting... Merida from Brave. There's just... All of these, there's just... There's the, there's either dressing like the opposite sex or... And I'll tell you why, according to this. She never shows any interest in dating or attraction. She has a green color palette. She's an arrow ace, which sounds like... Arrow ace... R-O Ace. I don't know what that means. Okay. I, I, I don't know. It's like, okay, she wears green because... Well, I don't know. She's she Irish. Wears green. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Basil and Professor Radigan from The Great Mouse Detective. Sorry, Basil. Not Basil. Uh, I disagree. Uh, Karen and... Oh, Karen, a.k.a. Void from The Incredibles 2. Like, okay, a character that we see for all of 15 yeah. seconds. Uh, Evelyn DeVore from Incredibles 2. Again, whatever. Baloo and Bagheera from The Jungle Time Book. Out. Was Evelyn the one that had the haunts for Mr. Incredible, though? No, no, no. From The Incredibles 2. She's the, uh, like, know. evil mastermind or whatever. So Baloo and Bagheera from The Jungle Book. Baloo and Bagheera are gay dad goals. It's a freaking bear and a panther. Yeah. They. 
Listen, honestly, anything created before 1980, I think, going with the any type of LGBTQ like innuendos, I think are not. Yeah, Nuka from the Lion King two Simba's Pride. Don't even know who that is. And Vitani from the Lion King two. Again, don't know. Well, it says Simba's Pride, so anything in there, it's about pride. So, not the pack, but. Ryder and Honey Marin from Frozen 2. Ryder. Ryder. The the forest people. Okay. Interesting. Whatever. Mike and Sully from Monsters, Inc. Bro, get out of here with this nonsense. They're just buddies. It's like a buddy comedy. This is a LGBTQ podcast. Me and you are LGBTQ and for each other. According to these people. Preston B. Whitmore, the old man from Atlantis. Okay. Cruz Ramirez and Natalie Certain from Cars 3. Don't, again, don't know. Uh, Turk from Tarzan. Just because played by Rosie O'Donnell? <laughs> it's nonsense. Cogsworth and Lumiere from Beauty okay, and the Beast. That, that one was a little uncomfortable, the way they were acting. I was like, okay. <laughs> Riley Anderson from Inside Out. What? Mm-hmm. No, she created that man. <laughs> I would die for Riley. I would die for Riley. That was like her dream guy. Yep. Luca and Alberto from Luca. I haven't seen Luca. Nah, man. They're just freaking best friends. See, that's the thing. You can't be best friends anymore. Chad, we're going to have to break up. <laughs> we, you can only be lovers. <laughs> this, is, this is just getting worse and worse. Okay, that we're going to stop there because I'm going to have to like freaking subscribe. Well, Mike and Sully, that's list. the most disappointing one. That one is not okay. If you've ever seen Monsters, Inc., you know that it started as hate and it grew as a friendship and they needed each other. That is not anything having to do with I mean, being that's attracted like saying, to one another. That's like saying that every great buddy duo ever, they were gay. Well, now, what we could say is this, though. A lot of those people listed were not human beings. True facts. And so maybe that's part of the plus. <laughs> is this bestiality type relational clock yeah included yeah you're right you know what you aren't a human being you identify as a candlestick so therefore we will put you in this group (laughs) all right guys well that's gonna do it for us we're gonna have to get out of here we ran long even even with just the two of us bro you know why we're in the lgbtq now god okay so anyways i hope you guys enjoyed listening wherever you're listening please leave us a review and a like you're getting a one star and a follow and all of the things we're gonna get out of here i'm chad the dad (laughs) not even sure who i am anymore (laughs) we're out peace